Test one, two. Test one, two. All right, we're going to do. All right. Take a deep breath. You want a, <laughs> you want a root beer? Yes, please. Thank you, sir. Oh, man. I might get a hugger somewhere. All right, and we are. Here we go. We're ready. If you are, I'm going to get a sip of my. Put it behind you if you want. Right, it's on camera. I don't care if it is. You're the pro. <laughs> no, I'm not the pro. <laughs> I'm just a guy that's passionate and bites off more than he can eat. Media guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, let me pull up the questions here. All right, Senator, we are here. Representative, Representative I'm sorry. Uh, we are here um, at the state capitol. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. Um, I, I've, I heard a little bit about the, uh, the bill on the news last night that you're trying to put through, um, and um, I, was, I was blown away, and, and I felt deep inside my heart that I, I need to talk to you, and, and I don't know what that looks like, but I need to talk to you. And, and I want this to to uh, I want folks to understand what this is all about. So, um, what exactly is uh, will will the proposed bill decriminalize? So currently, uh, currently we're trying to save lives. That's the purpose of the bill, right? Uh, the uh, <clears throat> currently fentanyl testing strips are considered paraphernalia. So if a, if there's a bust, uh, fentanyl testing strip could be something that they could give you an additional charge for along with possession of a narco narcotic or intent to sell or, or whatever it is. And fentanyl testing strips are used to test whether or not that the presence of uh, fentanyl is in a pill. And so as you and I both know, there are people who go through seasons of life or maybe they're stuck in a rut, but they're taking pills, whether they're at a party or if that's part of a, a habit they're, they're, uh, they're stuck in and uh, they don't know whether or not fentanyl has been added to those pills. Yes, and as we all know, one pill can kill, and we have an opioid problem across our country. Fentanyl is coming in across our border from Mexico, and it's a very, very danger dangerous substance. That just a very small amount can kill someone. If it gets on your skin, it can kill you. Right, right. I mean, it is bad stuff, and uh, drug dealers are you know mixing uh, fentanyl in with some pills some pills are just fentanyl and you know, and they don't know the size of the person that's taking that pill they don't know who it's going to nor often they don't really care or either. don't care they're right. trying to make money but i would assume they're trying to get repeat customers right so killing your customer base is probably not their goal uh so but whether the, whether it's intentional or accidental or just pure carelessness uh you know, fentanyl in a pill is something that we have, we've got to you know, do something about. 
And so all the bill simply does is remove fentanyl testing strips or any other, any other testing device. I think there are some fentanyl testing wipes now that work even better than the, than the strips um, that would help someone know whether or not there was fentanyl in, the, in those pills. Why are they illegal? Why are, they, why are fentanyl testing slips illegal right now? So I suppose that when people are making these pills, they have a number of things there for the preparation of that, whether it's a pill press or it's uh, scales or it's the testing strips. And uh, I think the first idea was to try and crack down on those who are manufacturing illegal pills. And so all of these things that are used in the manufacture of the illegal pills were just called paraphernalia, and it was all lumped in together. Okay. Uh, but, but now we know that there's another use for those strips, which would be to save lives. And many people make mistakes, uh, and I think we have to understand that people are going to make mistakes, but they don't have to be fatal mistakes. Right. And let's give them a second chance. To, let's let them live to fight another day and, and have a chance at life. So it's um, beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. All right. Um, why is this bill a good idea? You kind of touched on it a little bit, but basically to save lives. Is that right? Absolutely. To save lives. Uh, we we want to give all people a second chance, particularly young people who are doing this, uh, to have a productive life. People go through seasons. They go through times in their lives when they are uh, more careless, more reckless. Uh, they're searching. They don't know how they fit in the world. And they look for either a high or a means of escape, if just for a few moments. Yes, sir. And um, there are many people who figure it out. They figure life out, or life helps them figure it out, or the Lord helps them figure it out, and they, they become family-oriented, career-oriented, and, and they get past that stage where they're doing reckless things. And, you know, I just like to see people have a chance to outlive their mistakes. Absolutely. And haven't we all made mistakes Absolutely. before? Would we all, who wants to be judged by their worst moment? Exactly. Not me. Um, all right. What are the drawbacks of this bill, if any? So there are those who would suggest that we are um, in favor of drug use or we are uh, promoting drug use by doing this. But... I think people who take drugs or people who take pills are going to take pills. They're going right. to take drugs. And we can have a just say no campaign, and we should. We could have educational campaigns, and we should. But we can't expect there to be 100% of the people who don't take drugs right. and who don't take pills. So for those who do, there are too many parents out there who've lost a child yes, who wish their child had a second chance. There are too many people out there who've lost a loved one. And just by having a simple testing strip or a testing wipe, they could have known that what they had and what they were about to ingest and put into their body was a deadly substance. Right, exactly. Something that's capable of knocking you dead. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Um, if someone were to say to you, uh, you are soft on crime and pro-drugs, what would you reply to them? I think that we have a war on drugs now, and, and we have been putting together uh, a pretty strong effort at the state level. Uh, last year, we passed a pill press bill uh, that would require pill presses to be registered. Uh, you know, we, we are trying to uh, have our drug courts. We're trying to do everything that we can to uh, figure out a way to deal with the epidemic of opioids and drugs across our country. Uh, trying to keep people alive is not being soft on drugs. Right. Um, 
you know, we, we need to fight the drug war, but at the same time, we don't have to allow young people who make mistakes to die in the process. Right. We can do both. And it's so crazy that fentanyl is becoming so prevalent. You know, my drug of choice was uppers always. I was never down with, you know, opiates or things like that, but I did dabble in those. And, um, you know, there even Adderall is an unbelievably popular drug. It's mm-hmm. just, and it is, it is um, fentanyl is being found in Adderall pills now. Mm-hmm. So you, just because you are an upper person doesn't necessarily mean that you're safe from this. Just one more uh, reason why it's important that these strips become, you know, not something that you would have to fight in order to have and, and, and get caught with. Well, most people don't know the origin of the pills that they take. They may know who they bought it from, but they don't know who they bought it from and exactly. who they bought it from and where it came from. And, and somewhere along the line, uh, you know, there may have been someone who thought it was a good idea to spike these pills with fentanyl. And, um, you know, it may cost them their life. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so dangerous. Okay, um, how can people support the bill if they would like to? So, actually, this bill is coming up in committee tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock, room 114 at the Capitol. Uh, We don't have enough room for the whole state to come, but uh, it should pass with flying colors. Uh, It'll then be on the House calendar, and it will come up for a vote in the House of Representatives probably later in the month. Okay. Um, But, uh, you know, the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics is in favor of this bill. Mississippi State Medical Association is in favor of the bill. My sheriff in Rankin County is in favor of the bill. Uh, there's not a lot of opposition from any group. You know, there are a few people who think, you know, we're supporting drug use. But, um, you know, when the bill passes the House and heads over to the Senate, that's when there, can, there might be the need to lobby, if you will, uh, certain members of the Senate or the lieutenant governor that this is a good idea. Right. And uh, to say, yes, we stand with the, the Bureau of Narcotics. We stand with the Department of Public Safety. We stand with Mississippi State Medical Association. Uh, that fentanyl testing strips should be decriminalized and taken off the paraphernalia list. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Um, is this part of a larger plan to combat the rising overdose death rates? Absolutely. It is part of it. It is it's not the one solution to the problem, but it is a tool in the toolkit. It is a piece of the solution, and it's just one more way that we are trying to save lives and um, try and you know move people from where they are to their fullest potential. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Um, okay. Um, we, we talked about this being part of a, of a larger plan. What, what would the larger plan be in your eyes? What would you really like to see happen as a result of this being the, this, this kicking off? I would love to see illegal drugs off the streets. Yes, sir. You know, I would love to see the black market shut down. You know, it's, it is a constant battle. I don't know that we're ever going to completely eliminate illegal drugs. Um, but the more we can educate our students uh, that these things are out there, that there are pills that can kill you, that there are things in pills that they may not know are there, more resources we can give them to test these pills. Um, you know, what I'd love to do is just create an awareness that uh, it's not worth it. That right. there are there are other ways to escape. There are other ways to um, have fun yes, than to just take a chance on a pill that may have a poisonous substance in it. Yes, sir. All right. Um, what else can be done? Uh, what else would you like to do? What other proposals do you have? 
working closely uh, with Chairman Nick Bain, who was from Corinth. He's the chairman of the Judiciary B Committee, and uh, he's doing a lot with law enforcement, with courts, and, and things like that. Um, you know, what I'd like to see is more of uh, an awareness campaign targeted towards uh, middle school, high school kids, yes. uh, making them aware of the drugs that are out there and the, the dangers that come with experimenting with those drugs. Yes, sir. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, I just want to ask if there's anything that you wanted to talk about uh, that you haven't talked about yet. Well, you know, when I became chairman of the Drug Policy Committee a couple of years ago, I never dreamed that, that I would learn this much. I feel like I need a pharmacy degree. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, I'm learning about Kratom, and there's a, there are mixed reviews on that. I'm learning about tianeptine. I don't hear anything good about tianeptine from anyone. Uh, we've got CBD. We've got Delta-8. We've got all kinds of vape cartridges. Uh, we've got the medical cannabis program that I helped pass last year and all the challenges that come with regulating that and making it a smooth operating program to help, no pe small task. help people with debilitating conditions. So uh, the Drug Policy Committee has really become a, a you know, premier committee, and it's one that I'm learning a lot on and still have a lot to learn about. Uh, but I think it's one that a person could really make a difference. And uh, the more we make people aware and educate them, and I think there's far too many of these over-the-counter drugs that are being sold in our gas stations, convenience stores, uh, that are becoming like the, the place to go and get your whatever makes you high. Right. And... Um, I really don't think that the gas station is a place to go buy your drug. And so I'm trying to get drugs out of the gas station. And it's not a popular position with a lot of people. Uh, some are really hooked on some of this stuff, and uh, they think it's the only thing that's there that helps them and uh, other than you know to get off drugs, and so right. particularly Kratom. And so I'm, I feel compassion for those folks, and I want them to have uh, something that helps them be better and feel better and be able to function and be able to work. Um, but I can't find any professionals who say that the Kratom is a good thing. I find some users who don't want to let go of it, but uh, from the Bureau of Narcotics to the doctors, State Medical Association, uh, from the psychiatrists, from the people they treat, from the horror stories I hear from, from wives whose husband uses it and, and, and husbands whose wives use it and the amount of money that they spend on it each week. It's, I mean, it's obvious that it has become a terrible problem and taken over their lives. And there are a lot of children who suffer because their parents are, are hooked on these things. Uh, I understand for some people, Kratom is better than being on cocaine and, and methamphetamines. And, uh, and they see that as, as their salvation and they're not getting the help they need from a doctor. But um, there have to be better solutions for people. And, you know, we need to try and, and find those solutions, something that's safe that's not addictive right what would you say real quickly what would you say to someone who um says to uh taking or uh, criminalizing um kratom that hey you know i don't abuse it i use it as directed i don't have a problem with it who are you to tell me what i can do uh if, if i'm not abusing it in any way shape or form sure well i'm i'm trying to make it harder to get i'm trying to get it out of the gas stations sure um, it's still available online. There, there's nothing in, in, in a bill that we have that says you can't order it over the Internet. I'm not publicizing that until now. But, um, <laughs> you know, um, you know I'm, I'm trying to 
limit the scope of it and to get it out of the hands of kids. Um, I don't want to, you know, there are a lot of there are a lot of counties and cities in Mississippi that have already banned kratom. Uh, something like twenty nine cities and seventeen counties, and wow. and uh, you know, and 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 growing. So, if I were to put uh, a, a twenty one and up age limit on kratom, well, state law would supersede what they've already done. I don't want to do that. I want them to. I want home rule. I want those closest to the people to make those kinds of decisions. Um, but you know, I, by all accounts, uh, it's not a it's not a good thing, and yes, um, you know, long term, and it's not good for families, and you know, and I know there are some who say, well, it's good for our family because I'm not on cocaine anymore. Right. But you know, you basically just traded one drug for another. Absolutely. Well, goodness, I feel like I've taken up way too much of your time as it is. Thank you so much. I'm grateful for you yeah. letting me uh, come and talk to you, and. Um, Best of luck on uh, on all your future Andrew, endeavors. Thanks so much for coming. I yes, appreciate sir. you having me. Thank you, sir.